We're live. Sorry, Kyle was on such a roll. I'm like, click start, <laughs> click start. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, we were oh, talking man. about uh, about, about um, ISIS around Taylor's ISIS. Would they steal propane? Is that is that why they? No, they didn't. They didn't steal it. Is my understanding? There was just a huge group of uh, Muslims, I guess, mm -hmm. who are. Uh, purported extremists buying a fuck ton of propane tanks. Oh, I'm sure they're having a cookout, right? You know, they That's could all. be, but they don't eat pork, and so that it takes a lot of the cookout out of it. Mm. Um, that and point, a lot of burner point. cell phones, like I'm sure those of you who've had contacts with drug dealers have seen plenty of burner phones because that's what they tend Little to Walter use. Walter White. Uh, flip phone deal yeah, for, for things yeah. like meth like you, if you have a pot dealer with a burner then you need to reevaluate your life because <laughs> that guy's doing some sketchier shit than just pot um, yeah so I I haven't seen anything of it here but they really they should be avoiding states all the states that we live in they should not be targeting they shouldn't be they yeah. should go to like fucking Vermont or New Hampshire or somewhere where it's so to know, the New left Ham that not they know New nobody's going to have guns or, I guess not New, Hampshire. New Hampshire you know, you know New dying. Hampshire's yeah, live for your yeah. die. That's the New Hampshire okay. model. Well, then avoid New Hampshire. Yeah, <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> yeah, you were saying, like, if you just go a little bit outside the city, they're flying Confederate flags and shit. That, that's, it's all over the place. If you leave, if you're, like, more than 50 miles out of St. Louis or Kansas City, anywhere else in this whole fucking state, you'll just be seeing people just like, the South will rise again. And, like, just, you know, like, high-fiving <laughs> each other. I wish I could deliver the, the, the line like, like you do because you say things funnier. But you're like, they're in for a rude awakening if they think that this is going you know, like to Everyone's got yeah. their guns and their like Confederate My life. grandparents and their friends in the deep south of Missouri. Missouri? Sir? Uh, yeah, that's how they say it, Missouri. Uh, they would, like, they're like in their 70s, and they would love it. That would make their fucking day <laughs> if anyone with, like, a gun wandered onto their property out of nowhere. Like, they, these are, like, truckers from the 60s who carried weapons with them. Like, oh, there's this one time this... This uh, failure of a different nationality, if I so do say, uh, he came up to my truck and I just had to tell him to get the fuck out of here. We don't take kindly to that. And like, <laughs> like Grandpa, that's just really upsetting that you would say that on Thanksgiving. And he's like, well, that's just the way we do down here. And it's like, <laughs> all right, but yeah, they need to stick to to easier to assault states before they get into the South and crazy Midwest states. I, yeah, I, South's not a good place to go at all because not no. only do you have the the armed people, but you've got the racist people. So like, they're not gonna they're not taking any prisoners. They're That's not giving you the out. benefit of the doubt. No. <laughs> no. no, they're trigger happy down here. They're ready to roll. Ah, uh, but yeah. uh, dude, I let me circle back to trigger happy because I've been fucking <laughs> finger on the trigger for a week now. But um, uh, I thought you were gonna go with the inner city stuff. Like, I, I don't know that the Ferguson guys are any easier to take care of either. You know, Michael Brown will pop a cap in your ass after he strong arm robberies you for your propane. Like I, I, I yeah, just... they're not gonna have a good time assaulting Ferguson either. <laughs> like, and it's gonna be even worse because they're gonna go through like. West Can you imagine? County, Can you imagine if they, they've got this huge ISIS plot, right? They, they just all this manpower expertise. They get it to Ferguson, Missouri. They set off a dirty bomb, the most destructive thing you can imagine. Eight hundred dollars worth of damages. <laughs> I see it yeah. going the other way, right? ISIS goes to Ferguson. They're ready to wreck shit. The people of Ferguson push back. They start rioting. They're chanting. There's all sorts of Periscope webcam footage and shit. They beat the fuck out of ISIS and then destroy Ferguson anyway, because who knows why. <laughs> like I don't ever even believe them when they say like new shit, like, oh, they're destroying Ferguson. Like, 
I, I drove through Ferguson literally two days ago, and it's like it's there's not really anything to destroy. <laughs> like it's just it's a shithole. Like if you were to drive through there, and I told someone who was new to the area, like yeah, you know those riots, those continued up until nine hours ago. They'd be like, wow, really? I can tell. Like there's still a fire burning in a can. Like, yeah, I know, right? Out of control. That guy's bleeding. Yeah, that guy's bleeding right now. Like, it's it's a horrible area, and it's right next to the airport, so it just makes everybody feel unwelcome and scared as soon as oh, they nice. get here. My oh. My dogs are trigger happy as fuck. So already my family's not home. And it's not that like Colin's protecting me from bad guys or anything, but the fact that there's people spread out throughout the house. There's eyes and ears. There's an you alarm system. birds out there. <laughs> yeah, perfect, Kyle. That's so great. And, uh, but now there's not. And every so often, I bet it happens sometime today during the recording, the dogs will be like, hmm, hmm? and they'll go sprinting towards whatever it is that they just heard. And I'm like, well, fuck, you know? And I just doxed myself. Like, there's hundreds of thousands, like, 100,000 views on these videos now or something like that. And I'm like, well, shit. Let's go see what's going on. And, <laughs> and I, I, I've cleared the house. I probably cleared the house three times yesterday. Because what do you do? The dogs are like, at one time I thought I heard a you door open. Need. Go you on. need the chime on the door so that if any door or window opens, you get a chime and you know it happened. Otherwise, you're safe, right? I, I guess. I don't know. I, I still like, feel like... your house, do you mean traipse around like a maniac, gun drawn, turning into each of your corridors? Like Fox like, Mulder. It's, it's, it's like looking an actual for, movie. Looking for an alien. House. <laughs> no. Yeah, like the, the flashlight doesn't reach to the end of the of the long hallway, so you don't know what you're getting into. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Brow. Yeah. I don't literally hold it like this and tuck around corners and stuff, but, uh, you know, I, I've got a route now. That I that I just go and I'm like, all right. So because I'm typically in my office. I've been um, Woodycraft's doing this reset for factions, and we're, we're you know what we're gonna do is leapfrog every other faction server in the world and be the best it's ever been. That's what we're up to. So I've been working late, and I'm always in the far corner of the house. So I, like I have a pattern to go like do a sweep and make sure it's good. And I mostly just turn do, on the lights and make sure it's cool. Do you, do you ever practice or maybe have an, have an idea of like what you say when you when you like startle the burglar? Like like what are your what are your words? Like like do you know what you're going to say or are you just like ah? There's no talking. Oh, I never Kyle. even thought about no. that. There's I was no talking. Like, There's I was no like, talking. No, if what someone if it's your neighbor just had a car accident at the end of your driveway and they've stumbled into your home and you just pump three three fucking shells into it. If Come it's on, a neighbor I don't recognize I mean, if they're in my house, I, I, they're dead. That is a that is, there is a death penalty for entering my house. You gotta say something though. Like, <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta let them know. I know we all live in states where there's like castle doctrine, so uh -huh. you can just kill them. But they, you probably shouldn't. You know, you like shouldn't. clue them yeah. in. Yeah. And what if what, what if it's a surprise fucking This is a foreign party. concept to me. No, no. Like they're gonna die. They're gonna die. I, I will they shoot don't them. Have to. Yeah, like you can uh, no, let him. Like no. if, if it turns out that it's Ted, the neighbor, you're gonna be like, "Oh, thank God, I said something, so I didn't blow this guy's brain out." Why would my neighbor be in my house? He just had an accident in your driveway, had a concussion. He's very confused. He stumbled into the nearest light source he's seen, and he needs help. I'm, bang, 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 bang! I'm finishing that job. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. No, it never even occurred to me to talk to someone before I shoot them. Oh uh, yeah, you gotta announce yourself. Uh, you I don't think so. Them. No, 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 no. First shot. First shot. You right don't here. have to, but. Man, that what Kyle said really opened up my eyes. That I've fantasized about like what I would do if someone came in and I snuck up on them, but I only get to the fantasy of shooting them. Like, 
yeah. would probably get to the point of like trying to say something and I would try and be clever and like really fuck it up and it would just ruin I'd have to kill him anyway so they couldn't I think sell. you have the wrong address my friend yeah. <laughs> but uh, it looks like this guy around and yeah. slaps the gun out of your hand yeah. <laughs> no, I'm thinking it through. Like a real asshole. <laughs> I, I think kill on sight is is like even after all this talking, if there's a fucker in my house that I don't know, I'm gonna assume they're armed. Well, I would never castle do doctrine that. is yeah, they're fucking gone. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't advise that either because of like it could be your a family member or a friend. It could be well, some I sort would of recognize a family member. I, I'm not saying not. I shoot without identifying a target. Like so, so wait, now behind. I understand. In your scenario. You're like, turn around! I don't know you. Bang, bang, bang! <laughs> like, like, is that how it goes? <laughs> I, I mean, okay. For starters, the whole family thing, there's okay. only three people I'm related to in this state, right? Ten, four. Okay. So it, it's setting aside surprise family reunion, birthday party. Hey, we're all here. We know it's the holidays. We thought we'd bring it to you. We know you're busy. It's it's dad and Uncle Steve and and cousin Carl and and little Mikey and the boys. Well, you don't know little Mikey. He's your nephew. Bang, 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 bang. Like, <laughs> come on. There's got to be some allowance for the oh, possibility my... that someone's in your house, but not necessarily a bad guy. I don't think you get I'm the first bullet off in your scenario, Kyle. For... For Castle Doctrine, I'm looking up specific laws by state. Mm -hmm. Like I was trying to look for your guys. In Missouri, it applies to any building or temporary or permanent inhabitable structure, including tents. So if someone <laughs> opens up your tent window and just looks in, ah! Just <laughs> That's great. It's coming right for us. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think it should include tents. Um, I'm not 100% sure if you can kill people in your garage. Like, if someone's in my stable stealing a mower, I think there should be a death penalty for that. But I'm not sure it's legal. You can. You can. And, in fact, I was reading about the one in Texas and uh, this specific provision in Texas that, that says that you can shoot them in the back if they're fleeing your property <laughs> with stolen goods, but only if it's nighttime. If it's daytime, like they literally do it like from a dusk till dawn type law, the way they do hunting regulations, like, you know, opening day of uh, deer season is is at a particular time, like exact exact down to the hour. And so is this provision. It's like if it's between the hours of 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. and he's fleeing your property with your riding mower, you can shoot him in the back. Just, it's just such a silly provision. But, yeah, there's there's little tidbits in those laws that are uh, they're a little weird. Like I can't one imagine of those what weird it was back made up to. laws from back in the day. Like, oh, in uh, you know, Marylandville, Vermont, you can't walk backwards while singing on Sunday. And it's like, <laughs> well, you know, you, you probably could get away with it. Well, I, if I had to guess at, at what that provision is about, I would imagine that it's it's that hey, during the daytime, if he's running away from your property with a TV set, we're probably gonna catch him. But at nighttime, probably not gonna. He might escape. So you've got more of a justification to shoot at him I suppose mm -hmm. but yeah I feel like um, I will never be a part of a surprise party at Woody's house ever like mm -hmm. not even and I warn mm -hmm. everyone anyone who might be related to Woody just know surprise parties are not the thing for him mm -hmm. and um, and uh, but but yeah I think I would uh, I would hey who are you freeze don't move don't move you know one of those I'm, uh, I'm I, I can't find the, the kind of details that Taylor was able to find for his state on North Carolina. Uh, it just keeps saying a home, a motor vehicle, or a business. That's what the castle doctrine applies to, which is interesting. You're not required to retreat in your car, but that, that's how it works. I, I can see pros and cons of that.
Um, but I don't know what a home is. I assume home is the home part and that my stable is not my home. I think that's if they're trying to carjack you, you can shoot out the window back. That makes at. sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, in a scenario like that, I'm guessing the carjacker has already anticipated that you might want to drive away and it's, you know, got you, it got you in a position where that'd be hard to do. Like I can't imagine trying to carjack somebody using my fists when they're first in line at the green light, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it's, I imagine it's like this, you know, like get out, get out, get out. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm yeah. sure you could do it in your shed. It's if it's anything like Missouri says here, which you, what do you say? Your stable. It, it says anything with a roof over it is fine. Pig pen. Yeah, I, I would love to have a, a home defined. Rodeo. Uh, but North Carolina might be different with regards to the other buildings. Corral. In a case like that, it was him or me. Well house. <laughs> I, <Yeah>. I, the, <laughs> when I took my concealed carry for, uh, license, it was before North Carolina had a castle doctrine. And they pretty much taught you, like, don't talk to the police. And, and if, by the way, a cop gave the course, or an ex-cop. Um don't talk to the police. If you do feel, if you can't stop yourself from saying anything, say, and I wish I had the quote perfect, but it was something like, I felt at fear for my life. That's it. You know, like, oh, what happened? What happened? I feared for my life. That's all you need to say. And, and, and say no more until you get your attorney. I feared for my life. Oh, well, you know, how did it go down? Well, you had me fearing for my life. Well, he <laughs> was napping on my couch. And I snuck right up behind him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was terrified. What I'm reading here about North Carolina, you better make pretty sure that he is an imminent threat of death to you. Uh, because that, if you is, he is not, uh, what is it? However, a person is justified in the use of deadly force and does not have a duty to retreat in any place he or she has the lawful right to be. If either of the following applies, he or she reasonably believes that such force is necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm or some long statute. Is it possible that are you reading about the castle doctrine or uh yes castle doctrine in america i i'm just on the wikipedia page and it has a list of all the states that have it and that's where i am okay um i because uh what you described is what they taught us in the concealed carry and since then the laws have been more shooter friendly so i don't know if yours is up to date uh -huh. or if i'm out of date you know maybe they change it again i'm, I'm not sure I, that's why i was just asking about your source yeah um I don't know, but I, I think if someone's in your house, you're pretty much good to kill that motherfucker. I agree. It's just like you know, if you see a bunch of tufts of white hair coming out the back of an, for an elderly man, maybe don't just be like freeze and just blow his fucking okay. old man brains, just I, dementia splattering all over your brand new upholstery. I've already agreed to identify the target first, make sure that it's human or some animal I don't want in there. Stringent um, stamp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and make sure that it's not, you know, one of the, the three people in my immediate family. And uh, I guess if he looks old and elderly or something. But I feel like you've created a loophole in there. All you need to do is dress up like those basketball players who school everyone. You know, the, the when the pro basketball player pretends to be someone's great uncle and then he just owns the, the new... What if that scenario goes down in your house? Huh? Right? The, you, the guy's got white hair, but he's really a pro athlete? Uh, in no, that scenario... You're fucked. He could be a pro fucked. golfer or a pro bowler, but he's not going to be like <laughs> no. turning around and rugby tackling you to the ground. I wish I had the, the player right, but they take some NBA star 
dress him up, give him a cane and some oh, out of I've date clothing. That. Okay, you've seen this. Yeah. And then he goes and he asks if he can play. And, you know, he might like fumble a dribble or two, but within a few minutes, he's dunking on people, just like schooling them with his legit NBA basketball skills. <laughs> and people are like, what? Uh, they did it with um, Peter Forsberg. Did you see that one by chance? I did. Oh, were they, but like on, on their ice? They did it for Peter? I, awesome. I'm almost positive it was Peter Forsberg. It was an ex Colorado Avalanche star. Is there another one I might be missing? Joe Sackick, maybe. Uh, uh, He's the only one as big as Forsberg. As Forsberg, I can think yeah, of. I think it was probably Forsberg. I'm not positive. It's and awesome. It, I gotta watch that. It wasn't as great as you'd hope. Like he did well and he had some good plays, but even afterwards, he's like, "Ah, you should have got someone else who plays more than me, who's in better shape than me." Yeah, someone uh, who hasn't been retired for years, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I he did better than the other players, but. Like in the basketball ones, you know, the guy's literally like dribbling through someone else's legs and dunking on him, and the dominance is so complete. In this one, he was the best player on the team, but, you know, that was that. Which is the thing yeah. about hockey. I, I don't know. I've played against. Ed- Another thing about hockey is that your Flyers came back and beat the oh, Blues last night. I'm so I'm- glad you reminded me. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh. I texted Woody last night. I'm like, hey, my Blues are playing your Flyers. It was at the end of the first. Blues are up 2 nothing. I didn't know this. And then they end up com- – Flyers come back. Wait, wait. It's fucking horseshit. I feel like you're missing it. So, so Taylor texts and says, hey, Woody, my Blues are playing your Flyers. And I'm like, oh, awesome. Let's put a bet on it. Uh, whoever loses has to tell bad jokes in PKN and PKA. And, uh, and, and you know, whatever. I can always come up with some bad jokes. I, I see them all the time. No big deal. And he goes, oh, cool, I accept. By the way, we're already up to nothing. Boy, I didn't know that. That, that would have <laughs> impacted my betting, maybe. And uh, sure enough, the Flyers won, what, 4-3? Four 4-3, three? Four three. yeah, they scored late in the third. Yeah, they, they were actually they were up 2 nothing at the time we started the bet, but they went up 3 mm-hmm. nothing uh, at one point. I was riveted by the entire text exchange. I was just... <laughs> You know, I, I, I knew, obviously, I don't know anything at all about hockey or care about it even in the slightest, but so I didn't have any input, but I was just glued to my phone getting the updates from Taylor via text. It was I, great. I can't. I'm, okay, I'm, now I can okay. tell you are joking. Oh, yeah, he's, he doesn't give a shit. I'm <laughs> very yeah, slow-witted I'm more, with I'm that. not pissed about the joke thing. I'm pissed because we play the Bruins today, and we needed to beat fucking easy Philly, and now we're, if we lose to... Philly and the Bruins, Chicago's going to overtake us. But Philly's beat us twice this year. We only play them twice, and they've beat us both times. Perhaps Easy Philly is not the nickname you're you're looking for. Uh, I don't know, the Broad Street Bullies. Yeah, I like that. That's better. (laughs) That's better. Uh, At least they've won the cup. But yeah, I I got a couple bad jokes. Yeah. I can can say. Are we doing PKA or PKN right now, by the way? N. 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 Okay. Uh, What do you call a homosexual in a wheelchair? Okay, uh, not a holy roller. Uh, am I am I onto something? Uh, you're, you're close. Roll aids. Oh, oh. that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Do you have a lot lined up? I got a couple. Uh, yeah, a couple lined up. All right, good, good. I, I gotta ask for them from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so I have a thing. Um, I was late for today's show. It turned out I was like five minutes late. I, I thought I was trending more towards ten, 
And uh, I put in the, the text exchange that I take full responsibility, which is like, God, if I were uh, a 17-year-old Tumblr, that would be my trigger, right? I take full, oh, I'm so triggered. You took full responsibility because I hate it. I take full responsibility is almost always followed up with and I accept no consequences. Like it, I take full responsibility and I'm doing it because one, there's obviously no one else responsible, like for me running late, and two, no one's doing shit about it. So that's the scenario in which 99% of people take full responsibility. So yeah. are you saying you'd like to institute some sort of a system in which we are penalized for, for, for these things? I, what I Via want... bad jokes. Yes. <laughs> Via bad jokes is not a bad idea. I think if you run late, you need to come up with some bad jokes. I, I, that works. For every 10 minutes you are late, you're required one bad joke. I prefer five. And I five. can be called upon at any point from the other hosts. I, I think it any should point. be five. Like, you know, like it's a good... Every five minutes. You're 15 minutes late, you owe three jokes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. Now, is there a joke at 301, or is there just no penalty for being less than five minutes late? I think we need a little bit of wiggle room here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to define these terms, but I like it. No, I, I, whenever I see a politician accept respo full responsibility or some pro athlete or whatever, it, it's – I mean, I was talking to Chiz about this last night, and he's like, I'm in the minority, but I would prefer an I'm sorry. Like, I messed up. I'm sorry. I feel terrible. These are the steps I'm going to take to make sure it doesn't happen again or, or I can make this better or whatever. But I accept full responsibility is always coupled with a, and there's no fixing it, and uh, fuck off. That's it's about just me. how it is. Yeah, you know. that's just how it is. Hey, I'm late. I accept full responsibility. Can we move on now? <laughs> yeah. I uh, it, it's it's a phrase that I think people associate with like manning up and being honorable and like on top of things, but I really see it as a way slithery people get out of stuff because it it's always used in that situation. Yeah, I'm late. I accept full responsibility. Now, fuck off. I'm trying to think of good examples of politics of that. And I can't think of any. Hillary did it for Benghazi. I accept full responsibility. Did she really, though? Did she, she really that. accept full responsibility? Of course not. I mean, there's no consequence. No, no. I mean, did she actually say that? Yeah, yeah. Obama said it when the um, Obamacare website. Yeah, I don't know if you remember when Obamacare was first released. The website was overwhelmed. Uh, some with I think legit... it struggled the whole time, right? Like it like, was awful it... all the way through. Yeah. You say all the way through. I mean, it's still up now. There's like. It... I think it still to this day struggles with infrastructure issues and, and serving clients. Uh, I don't, but I could be wrong. Uh, it, to me, it got sorted out in about six weeks. And uh, that's not great. You know, six weeks of a launch, but, you know, people still remember it and have a bad taste about it. It dented its reputation. But um, Obama accepted full responsibility. But I noticed didn't resign. <laughs> no. Yeah. It Left takes a lot for a president open. to resign. It does. He's, he's got to... They got to be about to like knock the door down and arrest him. <laughs> He's like, "All right, time to pull the parachute." Hey, VP, you got my back, right? Cool. <laughs> yeah, He's parachuting uh, out. Yeah, Obama yeah. accepted full responsibility for a slow website, but didn't resign. And you know, like I don't hate Obama. I sound like I do right now, but uh, what I hate is the term "I accept full responsibility" and no consequences. But that second part is just implied. Yeah. Sometimes there are consequences, though. Like, like I remember. 
I don't know. I feel like sometimes you, when guys are in serious trouble, like like Jared Fogle type trouble, when you know they're about to go away, they'll say that too. They're like, and I accept the consequences that are, you know, and, and then they do. They have to. They don't really have any yeah, choice. But, you know, if he didn't accept them, would anything change? Like, I, it's not like at he that point, it's like his own perception. Yeah. Why <laughs> remain indignant at that point? Like, and I masturbate to all that again as he's walking into the jail. Like, you, no, like there's no point. Like, he's like you're just ruining as your they rap. arrest him. So, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Here's a scenario. Um, I'm in college. I've told the story before, so I'm fast forward. I'm in college. It's the end of my first term. I'm getting good grades for like first time in my recent life. And we're very excited. We're cleaning out the door room to go for Christmas break. And part of that involved emptying the refrigerator. I had like salsa and jelly and things like that. And we dropped it down the stairway. Stairwell goes up halfway, turns around. You can see all the way down the middle. Probably everyone's like spit down the middle for distance at some point in their life. But we were dropping jars of shit. Anyway, um, we get caught. The, like, the person, they're called an RD. They're in charge of like an RA make sure that the mm -hmm. floor behaves and RD make sure that the whole building behaves. So this is like the boss of the RAs comes up and says, we know that you guys dropped the jelly, you're busted. And uh, um, we're like, what? No jelly? Nope, don't like it. Don't know it. Uh, I'm not familiar with this jelly shit that you're talking about. Uh, I know nothing of the sort. And eventually she says, look, I'm going to hold you, you, and you responsible for this. And one of the guys wasn't responsible at all. Like he, he was innocent. So that's when I stepped up and accepted full responsibility. And they threw me out of the dorms. Uh, it, it changed my whole life upside down. It, it's really responsible for why I worked during the day and went to school at night for the next fucking 12 why years. Why take that bullet? You should never be the one to take the bullet. Just let it mm -hmm. dissipate. If someone else doesn't take it, then they can't just pin it on all of you. I, it's, it's, it's what I do. You know, like it, <laughs> they, they were about to, to hold an innocent man responsible. So... I accepted responsibility and there were actually consequences to my action. I think they were a little harsh. I but... think that you prematurely pulled out the I am Spartacus line and then you just took the fall when they really didn't have as much to go on. Because I've seen people do that too, where they take, they're like, you know, whose is this? Whose drugs are these? And someone's like, they're mine. I, they're my drugs. Punish me, not these peons. And it's like, all right, well, you, thanks for taking the heat, but they couldn't have pinned that on anyone. Like, it's just a bad thing to do to jump up and uh, take the blame. In terms of, like, strategy and avoiding responsibility, yes, you're right. Your way is way better. I would have yes. remained in school. Yeah. Probably <laughs> would have had better grades the next term. Probably would have swam faster, which was you know important to me at the time. Had I had better nutrition, instead of living on stovetop stuffing, because I'm fucking incompetent at taking care of myself at the time. And, uh, um, you know, all that stuff. But... The guy was innocent, and she was about to try to hold him responsible. And that is I accept responsibility with consequences. Um, you know. I got questioned for something that happened in my dorm my freshman year, and I legitimately didn't do it, so I didn't take any blame. But our RA was, like, cool for the first couple weeks and then got really bitchy and was cracking down on, like, not even like, a, you know, oh, you guys need to quit doing coke in here, like crazy drugs. It was just like, you guys are make, playing music too loud at 945. And one of my friends got obliterated drunk one night on like a Wednesday. So nobody's expecting that. And at like two in the morning, he went out and it was carpet from the hallway into the uh, so door to the dorm, carpet in the hallway and hard floor on the inside in the foyer of the dorm on all of them. And this guy, he went and when he was so drunk, he laid down sideways 
by her door and then just peed through the slot into her room. <laughs> and so just laid there and like took a big drunk pee right into her room <laughs> and got up and, and jogged back. And we're like, dude, what did you do? Like, cause we didn't go with him. We didn't watch him do it. It's like, Zach, why, what, what, where were you? Just laughing. He's like, Oh, I peed in Stephanie's room. It's like, what? How'd you get in? <laughs> no, no, I just laid down. I just laid down. I just laid down and I peed through the side. And it's like, what? <laughs> why? Someone's got to find out. Does she, she see you? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's like, <laughs> and then the next day, she's knocking around. Do you know anything about uh, you know, someone who might have poured water or done something underneath my door? No. No, I have no idea. Like, I wasn't about to take that bullet. And I don't think anybody got in trouble for it because I think he was just blackout. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's such a mean-spirited thing to do. I kind of like it. Awful. But I'll tell you, if someone does that to my house, you know what happens. You shoot them. I pop a cap yeah. in their ass. <laughs> I don't even want to fart at Woody's house. It can get rough. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's pointing you. <laughs> <laughs> he smells the fart. He knows yeah. where it came from. <laughs> There's a gas leak. My life's in danger. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming right at me. <laughs> oh, did I ever show you the gun that I got back from Jeremy? I did, right? I think you did. Yeah, 40? it was silver and black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he showed us that one. I don't mm -hmm. know why... I don't understand what kind of gun that is or if it's super, super nice. It's just, it's not a very aesthetically appealing gun, I don't think. Yeah, it's not. It's not a pretty gun at all. It's, um, I think they're like 700 or 750 bucks. It's just that it's a small uh, pistol and it's a 40 caliber rather than a, a smaller, like a 9mm or a 380. It's, it's, got, it's got a lot of pop to it for such a small gun. That's the whole I, thing. I'm sure they're good guns, but I've never seen a car that appeals to me. Mm. Uh, car K A H R. It's a gun manufacturer. Kyle yeah. knows this. <laughs> I'm sure we both do. But it, I thought a listener might not. Yeah. Yeah. I it, think it, they own uh, Desert Eagle now, or at least they're oh. under the same brand in one way or another. Because I got these through a deal uh, where I they they gave me a Desert Eagle and and some money to do a video for it, and I was like, give me some of those things too. So they gave me a couple of these things. Um, I so. I do like Eagles. That maybe I'm wrong. But the, the Is cars. Is there any I've practical seen. purpose for them? Like for a Desert, Desert Eagle. Yeah, I always read that it had something to do with the Israelis at uh, at, at um, like stopping points, um, checkpoints, and the ability of the fifty Action Express to supposedly crack an engine block or damage one if a car is rushing toward it. But that seems like horseshit to me. Um, it, they're very accurate. They don't. They're not all enormous fifty Action Express or forty four Magnum. You know, you can get a three fifty seven Magnum one, which I've got. And uh, it's pretty pleasant to shoot. Very accurate, and it's a well-made gun. I like I like the way they come apart. I got a couple barrels laying here next to me. Like I, I know that a forty-four Magnum cannot crack an engine block. I know this because there's a their website. I get the name wrong. It's like Box O Truth. I don't think it's Box of Truth. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, he does lots of stuff. Well, I, don't, I haven't been there in a little bit, and he's old, so I, I hope he's still doing stuff. But um, uh, he did a lot of stuff at first involving penetration testing. You know, how many phone books can the different calibers shoot through? Uh, what happens when you shoot drywall? There's a, like a lot of people think that drywall, like a, a shotgun will completely obliterate a person, obliterate, obliterate a person. Uh, it'll completely obliterate a person, but drywall stops it cold. You know, you, there's hardly any repair to do it. And you know, he shoots it and like, you can see what uh, different buckshots and stuff actually do. Anyway, he shot a car. And he got a car. And he did penetration testing, like, on the doors, through the windows, on the engine block, etc. That uh, stuff's really subjective, though. Because it's like, 
What kind of ammunition did he use? I could think of like half a dozen kinds of ammunition that are like either custom made or special order that might do it. And then, you know, like what kind of engine block and is it a direct shot? It's hard to get that stuff right and to say, yeah, no, it can never do it because there's always some way. Well, oh, well, what if I used this Hyundai cast block and I used this 44 Magnum Plus P penetrator round? Like, can I do it then? Well, yeah, you can do it then, but... There's always something uh, with Where do you have stuff. to shoot at the car to hit the engine block? Through like, a radiator, maybe? You could shoot above uh, uh, if, if the tire's like this, you know, just right in front of the tire in that area, right above in the fender well, somewhere I, in there. I never would have thought that a 44 Magnum wouldn't, it, you know, crack. To me, if you shoot it from the sides, I think, like most of the motors I can think of in my head, you're likely to hit either the intake or exhaust manifolds first, and... Intake might cause a problem. Exhaust wouldn't at all. It would be, you'd make it slightly smaller. Make it, sa- it make would it no- sound a little better. Sound a little better. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I- oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, hit me again. <laughs> Good luck passing inspection now, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never be California compliant again. Oh, did I ever tell you guys about when I I couldn't get my car to pass emissions? No. Yeah, oh. drive around from place to place. Oh, it was ho- oh, my three hundred C, which I. I am never buying another fucking Chrysler product again. It is it's been horrible. It's got like a five point seven liter V eight Hemi engine in it. Way too powerful for this boat of a car that I drive around. And it took me a full afternoon to get my emissions done once because I, I dropped it off there. Or no, over a day, because I had to come back the next day and be like, hey, is my car done? They're like, ah, you know, we couldn't get it to pass. I'm like, all right, well, what's the procedure? Like because I need this to pass or I, I don't have a vehicle. Because I got like, a, you know, a, a well, Jefferson here it. that says it passed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's pouring rain right now. He's like, how about you just, you know, go out there, drive it for 30, 35 minutes, and then come back, and we'll try it again. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm driving in the rain, livid, driving around, bring it back, doesn't work, have to do it again. The guy offers to drive it out for me because he started to feel bad. He bring, like, Eventually, after like a 10-hour ordeal, I get my fucking you know emissions done, but when I was hate this? I, putting that engine in a car is fucking stupid. When, when, like when did this a, happen? Uh, oh, like four years ago. So has or, it passed since then? Like, what's the? It has once, yeah, and even that took two attempts. So you the don't bi- get inspected annually. Uh, in Missouri, you can do it every two years. Oh, so it's due soon. Uh, yes, yeah, I need to do that. Very soon, and it's not going to fucking work, and I'm dreading it. <laughs> we should find some oh. online tips. I, I bet there's some some like you know towel around the Xbox dryer on your car dent kind of workaround to make that thing pass emissions for 20 minutes. Maybe yeah. a fuel additive. Exactly. I was thinking that. Yeah. I or looked it up to the, the intake. Like I found, like I didn't find any solutions. I'm not car savvy enough to get in there and start fucking with stuff. Like I'm not going to do that. Uh, but I did see like a ton of other people. Be like, yeah, the 300, doing that for you too, huh? They're like 5.7 liter Hemi. Oh, yeah, it's a real bitch. And it's like, well, what's the fucking point of this? I bet bet there's a way to tweak, uh, to just access the computer and tweak it so that, you know, I bet bet someone's already done it. So you can can make it pass emissions and it probably would lose a ton of power and uh, and stuff. But then, you know, you pass the emissions and you go back in and flip it back the way it's supposed to be. I had a Ford Focus that would throw codes and make it fail uh, inspection. Uh, but I also had one of those code reading tools, so I would reset it. And uh, it didn't throw codes immediately. It wasn't like you turned it on and suddenly there was a problem. 
So, uh, you know, like I, I clear it, I get it inspected, and they're like, ah, you know, it, we can't pass this because the codes have been cleared within like 24 hours. And I'm like, oh, so what is the time? You know, <laughs> like, let's reschedule this. So, uh, you know, they're like, I, I think it was 48 hours. Like, it has to be 48 hours. So I'd be like, all right, all right. Two days from now, at about this time, I'm going to have it done. So, like, I, I go and I, if I could go 49 hours without throwing a code, I'd head right there, get it inspected, <laughs> and that's wow. how I passed. Wow. Oh. Something's wrong with that system. <laughs> Both <laughs> these jackasses are passing it somehow. <laughs> I couldn't fix it. I, uh, I don't know if the me of today would do better. This is like 10, 15 years ago. But, uh, um, it had something to do with like the PVC valve or something. It, 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 one of the tricky emissions vacuum lines. I don't know. So I've got. Um, so I I, I, talk, I I looked on my Skype when I when I hopped on here. I don't I don't stay on Skype regularly at all. It's on this PC and on nothing else. So if I'm not downstairs working, I don't I'm not by Skype. But I saw that Wings had uh, skyped me, and uh, he sent me a link to the um, the Hateful Eight uh, rip. I guess the, there's there's screeners screener versions of, of all the big movies this holiday are out already. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to do that because there is one of those 70 millimeter theater, theaters near me, and that's what I'm going to. Me too. But but I sent him a uh, a message. And I, because I had this idea, I was like, I'd like to make Hot Wings Redemption hot sauce. I was like, and I, and I offered to pay him a licensing fee to like use his name and image on the bottles. So we'll see what he writes back. Cause I think it would be funny to do like 50 bottles of hot sauce or something. Like, like, you know, have a picture of wings on, put a chef hat on him, have him like, yeah, like on the, on the cover with a big, like, you know, trust the chef, uh, you know, apron on or something. And then Hot Wings Redemption, you know, hot sauce. I, I, I was thinking we could sell booze in his name or like wine of redemption, but inside <laughs> it's just iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> it, it says like, you know, 30% alcohol and it's just sweet tea for you. You don't even have to get alcohol licensing. Crystal Light. I, I, um, yeah. What does it take Jordy's to sell lighting. hot sauce, I wonder? Like, Oh, so I know how to. So I was going to go to someone who already bottles hot sauce, you know, um, mm. and, and put our label on their thing. And you know, just pick a pick a sauce that we think would exemplify Wings of Redemption, and then go with that with that sauce, rather than me being in my kitchen, you know, grinding herbs and and chili powders and stuff like that, and making my own hot sauce. We'll find one that is. Uh, all I the... love the the picture of you though up there, like getting really into it. Like you get into things where you're like you taste it, and you're like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 fuck. Slap everything off. Throwing things away. Can you settle down, Kyle? She's got like a whole chemistry set from doing all her candles and stuff. So I probably could be some sort of a chemist slash chef coming up with something like that. But yeah, I just thought I wanted to do that forever. And I know he's never going to do it. So I figured, you know, this would be the way to do it. And he knows he's not going to do it, I think. But I think it would be easy to do, you know find a company be like yeah we want 50 bottles of this hot wings redemption with these labels on it upload the design and just make it happen i would want one in my kitchen just to have it you know what i mean so I I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look into that a little bit see if he's see if he's willing if not that's cool i told him as much which route are you gonna go with the hot sauce because it seems like every novelty one is either like not you know, a, a decent hot sauce or they go the route of like making it so no. ludicrously hot that you can't even use. I have one Saint called Ass Blaster. Some. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, got, one it's called got Ass Blaster, and you can't even eat it. Get some new pepper you've never even heard of. 
Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. I would want something that's similar to like Frank's Red Hot because I know that's what Wings likes. That's what he actually enjoys is Frank's Red Hot. So I would want something that's got like a buttery uh, base to it like Frank's does, something like that. You can actually use that to make wings. Yeah, you can make wings with it or put it on chili and pizza or whatever. Yeah. As a matter of fact, wings is 30% that hot sauce. <laughs> so you did use it to make wings. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah that's I've always idea. thought that'd be funny. Uh, the idea of Hot Wings of Redemption as the tagline is just the whole genesis of it. But but we'll see if he says uh, he's up for it or not. You never know. He may have. <laughs> hey, one. Wings, I'm going to do this thing, and you'll essentially get free money since I'm handling all the distribution and production, shipping, all of it. Like, yeah. are you fine with that? Like, why would he not be? He'll be cool. He, with mi- that. he might not be. Uh, some people are just, you know, eh, nah, nah, I don't want that. I would have to. One of the benefits of this whole thing is, like, if I did it, I would have to go see Wings of Redemption and take some photos because I would want to do it right. I don't want to just Photoshop a chef's hat on him. I want to put a chef's hat on him and take some pictures, you know, have him, like, in an actual kitchen doing some cooking, like, get a, get a, get a, whole, get a whole range of things. And also on the back near the ingredients, I want there to be, like, a side column with the top of it. He's got chef clothes on and a hat tasting something, and then there's his fake chef bio underneath it of how he came to be a chef <laughs> it's, like... it's a lot of made up credentials yeah he's trained he's after completing his first michelin star south restaurant carolina, he goes on. south carolina, carolina culinary institute the conway center for cooking greatness <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah that would that would be fun i i, I enjoy coming up with little little stupid things like that so Taylor, bad yeah. joke, please. Oh, <laughs> let me see. Uh, how many potatoes does it take to kill an Irishman? None. None. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a famine joke. Uh, what did the leper say to the prostitute? I uh, just something the about the tip. tip? Just, just the tip. The tip. What? Keep the tip. Keep, Keep the, the tip. tip. Ah, <laughs> yeah, that works. That works. Uh, what's a Jew's biggest dilemma? I don't know. Hmm. Free ham. Oh, God. I had to process that. I'm just on a list of bad jokes. How I, I assume you do it. Like, yeah, well, unless you're sitting- I, I swear to God, I, 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 I run across jokes throughout the week, and then, like, like oh, this one's a groaner. I'm going to keep it. Yeah. You, you want to hear one? I tell a Casey Anthony joke, but my mom would kill me. <laughs> All right, this one's a little longish. It's like two paragraphs, so you have to listen. But this is what I was going to tell had my flyers not beat the living daylights out of the blues. One by one in the third, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, a doctor had a good reputation of helping couples enjoy the sex in their life, but he always promised not to take a case if he felt he couldn't help them. The Browns came in to see the doctor, and he had physical exams, psychological exams, and tests, and concluded, I'm happy I can help you. On your way home from my office, stop at the grocery store and buy some grapes and a donut. Grapes and a donut. Go home, take off your clothes. You, sir, roll the grapes across the floor until you make a bullseye in your wife's love canal. On your hands and knees, you must crawl to her like a leopard and retrieve the grape using only your tongue. Next, ma'am, you need to take the donuts from across the room and toss them at your husband until you make a ringer on his love pole. Then, like a lioness, crawl across the room and consume the donut. The couple went home and their sex life became more and more wonderful. 
They told their friends, the Greens, that they should see the good doctor. The doctor greeted the Greens and said he would not take the case unless he felt that he could help them. So he conducted the physical exams and the same battery and tests and told the Greens the bad news. I can't help you. I'm not taking your money. I believe your sex life is as good as it will ever be. I can't help. The Greens pleaded with them and said, you helped our friends. Please help us. The doctor says, all right. On your way home from the office, stop at the grocery store. Buy some apples and a box of Cheerios. And that's great. That's just hilarious. I love the joke. Ah, it's because he's got a little dick and she's got a gigantic pussy. Yes. Yes. I put the pieces together. That is why. You know what we should do more often is riddles. I love riddles. Yeah. I love riddles riddles too, but I can't find good ones that are like the happy medium between too easy or so hard that it's yeah. like, let me get a padded pen. And start <laughs> I want the riddle that a Greek god would give me, and if I get it wrong, he's going to burn my soul for all eternity, and if I get it right, I get to fuck some virgins or something. Like, one of those, yeah. like, you know, where the answer is the wind or, you know, the rain or, or something like that. A, a riddle that, like, Bilbo would have told Smeagol to escape that cave. Not sure, like, I liked those, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember, like, 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 the first time I watched that, like, I don't know if that's in the book. I, I, I haven't read any of that. Um, but but the first time I watched that and he got to that part, I'm like trying to do it in my head and I got like maybe two or three of them and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is kind of fun. Keep going, keep going. Like I didn't yeah. want that scene to end. <laughs> if I remember that book correctly, because like Tolkien was great, like had a masterful mind for the story, but for the actual delivery and the writing of it, it was like, oh my God, like fucking hurry up with this. Mm. Like if I remember that section of the book in The Hobbit correctly, like he just made the, the riddles a belabored point just it's like oh my god another riddle like i get it like he's gonna he, it's hard for him to escape and then <laughs> so many of them <laughs> all right let's let's try and find some riddles riddles.com let's see if that's a site i want to talk about it on pka but have you seen star wars yet no no oh, i've seen, I have uh, seen f is for family i've seen i've seen that too f is for family star wars the revenant and hateful eight Oh, no. I can't believe you watched those. Oh. Yeah. I can, yeah. I, the Hateful Eight, I won't spoil it. I swear to God, this will be totally spoiler-free. Um, it was very, very good. I don't want to say why I liked it, because even that can provide hints and stuff. But I yeah. very much liked it. And I... Well, there were some great snowscapes and stuff. I don't know why they made such a big deal out of the... Uh, like appearance of the snowfalls and the 70 millimeter and all that bullshit was just total. It Did wasn't... you watch it on a computer <clears throat> screen though? <clears throat> yeah. I, well, what I'm saying is it wasn't a graphically driven story at all. Okay. It, it's like, I don't think you what got, would you put it between as how far long as was movies? yours though? Uh, cause, cause I think you, I don't know, but maybe the screener that's out there is, doesn't have those like eight minutes of 70 millimeter landscapes or whatever. Of course, I know you're not interested in that anyway. Yeah, um, I hear you. I saw there were... Sometimes I was watching it, and I was like, oh, I bet this is the eight minutes of landscape stuff. Like, you know, like, this is a... This is not a spoiler at all. It would show trees and snow falling, uh, and and you're like, oh, he's taking advantage of of the equipment he has. But the story was driven by the people, and the story not by like I, I, some people are going to not like this opinion but i think 
if they had done something like Avengers or Batman or something like that and broken new ground in cinematography or restored old methods or something like that, I would have been like, ooh, yes, because these are very, like, that. I think yeah. in Batman you, you had some 70, it's or 65 or something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Uh, I agree. Um, but in a in something like that where they're trying to do something visual like this, it was the, the cinematography was great, but that wasn't the point of the movie. Mm. And Yeah, uh, it's always dialogue driven with him. They, I, mm. I love the dialogue. I love the two people going back and forth sitting at a table and I can like when when Christoph Waltz is sitting there talking to anybody across the table, I want more. I want more. I want him to keep keep it coming with the witty dialogue and the in the perfect I delivery. I don't know actors. What movie are we talking about? Christopher um, well, he's the uh, the German in Django, and he's the Jew hunter in uh, Inglorious Bastards. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he got a, an Oscar for that one. Right. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, as you know, he was in Hateful Eight, and uh, everyone in Hateful Eight, every actor did a great job. I didn't know. Where would you rank it compared to his other movies? Like better than True Romance and Kill Bill, worse than Django, or like um, where in that list? I'm thinking it competes for best movie. Uh, I really liked Reservoir Dogs, one of his first older ones. I don't know first one. Mm -hmm. um, That's uh, my favorite of his. I like Pulp Fiction best. I really liked Pulp Fiction, but this competes with those two. Great. Well, I'm, I'm, wow. I'm even more excited then. Uh, I'm going to watch the. Uh, the road show edition of it, you know, the the thing with the uh, the intermission and the three hours and seven minutes. It wasn't run. on the website. Like I, I looked, the, the road show edition of it. There is actually one in Durham, but I, I didn't see the one that I didn't see a Atlanta theater on there. It's is, in is it uh, Buford. Buford. It's uh, about forty five minutes from me and another forty five from mm -hmm. actual Atlanta. Um, so it's it's close. It's the one I always go to. It's the it's the Regal IMAX sixteen, I think, at the Mall of Georgia. Well, I think that you'll like it. Uh, I, I'm excited. I, I know that I, I feel like a year and a half ago we used to spoil Game of Thrones with irreverence, but uh, I don't want to do that with, with so, some of these movies. Part of the reason I watched um, uh, Hateful Eight is that several people reached out to me to spoil Star Wars. Uh, mm. I saw Star Wars <laughs> when it was like 48 hours old, maybe less. Something, you know, like I saw it pretty soon. But uh, did you guys see Star Wars? I did, he didn't. I have not. I don't care if there are spoilers. Well, other people just, might, though. They, yeah, they revealed the most critical of plot points to me. Uh, Fortune already I saw ruined it. it. The, um, okay. It, they may or may not have. You never know with 4chan. They might be like... Yeah. Like 4chan are the kind that would show you something happening and just Photoshop it to make it look like it's one character when it was another. So you go into it thinking that like something awful happens to Princess Leia and you know they, they'll, they'll fuck with you that way. I watched, They're awful people. But I watched, watched it... The like you, entire I movie, like the... hoping that it was a you know it was a misleading spoiler, and it was not. Oh, that's and, a shame. Yeah, and I'm like, someone's a dick. So, um, I'm thinking about asking our audience for help doxing this guy. You know, doxing the first one. Did he it. spoil? I, I, I'll I'll do this in a way that provides nothing. Did he spoil what happens on a bridge? Yep. Ah, oh, that's lame of him. What mm -hmm. a jerk. Yep. Yep. Um, I thought it was it was a good movie. I thought it was probably second or maybe the best, um, maybe the best uh, Star Wars movie ever. Uh, there were a few little things in there about you know the 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 way the story came together and and a few little plot points that I was just kind of eh, I don't know about this or that. It wasn't a perfect movie, but um, but it was good and I think it's uh, it stands out among Star Wars movies. 
Uh, I liked uh, I like the my, performances. Uh, I liked the villain. One of my friends said that there was, or what, something they disliked about it is that it seemed like there are, like, there was too much attempt at comic relief during potentially serious scenes where it'd be like something would happen and then like a goofy robot would like do something that robots aren't supposed to do and it's like oh you and like some giggling in the theater did I, was that a trend you noticed or no you know i i felt more the most emotionally connected with the robot like the robot obviously it speaks in that hmm. robot language the beetle-boo but like that's all you need to get a, all, you can re, I could read that robot really well. I, I could tell when the robot was sad. I could tell when it was excited. I could tell when it was fearful of what was happening next. I I didn't feel like it did that. There was a scene where like the robot loses someone close to it, and you, you're like, oh, the fucking robot's sad, man. You know, um, I didn't get any of that. I thought there were some funny parts that and and I liked them. Um, I guess we should probably leave it at that. I don't want to spoil, spoil any Star Wars stuff. I thought it was good. Definitely worth the watch. I didn't watch it on a um, on a special screen or anything. I wanted to watch it. I didn't want. To, I was gonna have to wait outside for like an hour and a half, so I just watched it on a regular screen. But I, I found it's about forty minutes from me. But there is an IMAX theater with a like fifty by seventy foot screen or something. You know, whatever the big screen is, and um, I don't know if they have a film projector. I was hard. It was hard to get data on the projector itself, but um, it might have dual 4K projectors, but there's a, apparently a top-notch IMAX screen in my area. I watched Star Wars on that, and I don't know. It was good, but in the end, uh, it, it was like this is it's not like it's a different experience. Mm. You were too young to see Star Wars in theaters when it first came out, right? Came out in '77. Um, I think. yeah. So I, I would have been four for that. I don't think I. I definitely saw Empire Strikes Back in the theater. I'm not sure if I saw Star Wars in a theater for the first time. Probably did. Yeah. But well, what about I'm, The I'm, Revenant? How was that? Bad. Yeah. <laughs> really? Shit. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a shit-tier movie. Oh. Yeah, Chiz disagrees with me, so there's some hope there. Ah, good. But um, okay. it is it is an absolute shit-tier movie in which nothing happens. Uh, you know the, the joke about Lord of the Rings being just like nine hours of walking? Um, yeah. The Revenant is worse. Well, I look forward to it. It's just three hours of limping. It's total <laughs> shit tier, boring as fuck. Like I'm really disappointed to hear that. I, I thought that was going to be great. You might like it. Other people probably will, but I just I I just sat there in disappointment, repeatedly. I just watch her win the Oscar now. <laughs> I, I we are safe from that. We are safe from that. Yeah. I think I I saw the Vegas odds. I think they changed. I think they were. I could get I'll get this wrong, but I think they went from like two to one to five to one, maybe. Uh, oh, for DiCaprio getting an Oscar. Oh yeah. There's Vegas odds on that. What do people not bet on? That's crazy. <laughs> I need to try nothing. gambling. I've never they, done a There are Vegas Dude. odds on everything you can imagine, like, Again, like the most silly things. I can I can assure you this won't spoil a thing. There are like eight people in Hateful Eight I would pick for an Oscar above DiCaprio. Mm. Uh, they, it just. I was told during the editing process on Hateful Eight, and I can believe this, that some of the hardest, one of the, like the difficult thing as they were doing the editing, was picking it because like every actor in Hateful Eight is a pro's pro, and they're like, which scene do we ch like? There's five takes of this, and every single person nailed every single part of it in all five takes, and mm. you know which one do we pick? Uh, I believe that. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see it. Um... Really looking forward to it. Uh, I, I'm gonna 
I, I don't know when I'm going exactly. My my girlfriend's away, so whenever she gets back, I guess I might go by myself. I don't know. I really want to see you it. You got the the house to yourself, aside from Kitty. Um, Kitty. Yeah, Kitty's here. I'm taking her to. She's flying to Texas for Christmas uh, tomorrow, so I'm taking her to the airport then. Oh. And then I then I'll have. Uh, I think she's going to Texas. Yeah, she's going to Texas. Uh, I didn't know she had friends or family in Texas. She's got friends everywhere. How long do you get to run the place? By yourself without Kitty and the your lady there? Huh. I think like two or three days, something like that. Probably three days. Does she kennel Doesn't the dogs? Doesn't that get you kind of excited yeah. sometimes? Oh, like, yeah, oh, I love boy. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I told my girlfriend, she got all offended. I, I, I was like, it's going to be great once you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, fuck you then. But, uh, but I'm just thinking, you know, it's going to be fun. Uh, I'll be able to, I don't know, eat pizza you know cook french fries and hamburgers and pizzas at, at four in the morning and be yeah. real loud and play music and uh you know it's just... not being happy like in their absence it's being happy in your own solitude you know yeah like, it's yeah. fun to be alone like i've been alone the last couple of days well i've been hanging out with friends but like just coming back here and just being by myself it's just it's so great where it's like what do i want to do i want to watch something really loud on that tv and play video games even louder on this tv because <laughs> i fucking can and like just yeah. stupid stupid shit yeah, I might, I might set up an indoor shooting range or something just to spite her, you know? Just be well, not, the hallway. not insane things. Like <laughs> but I've, I've experimented. I've been cooking. I went to Costco and got just a, a ludicrous amount of red meat that I've been eating, uh, trying to make lamb a little better, and I've just been failing. Uh, I don't know. I talked to, in my, like, uh, my chat with all the people who do my Patreon, I was talking to them uh about how to do lamb this scottish dude was giving me tips and eventually i just realized i'm not capable of that like i don't know if either of you are big cooks but like when people start giving you instructions like well you got to make the mint jelly and and then just a little bit of this on there and then uh, you're gonna have to there's like five cooking steps of like put it in the oven for three minutes then take it out you know stovetop then back in the oven and then microwave or well i don't make anything too complicated most of my stuff's fairly simple but uh, I, I've said it before. My thing is kind of trying to per- trying to perfect something and like combining multiple recipes and and uh, different techniques and stuff. And it won't be any. It won't be like a. It will be like lamb chops or anything. But it'll be like a, the best funnel cake I can possibly make or the best French <laughs> fries I can possibly make. Or one time it was bread pudding for some reason. I was addicted to bread pudding and I, I must have gained twenty pounds. Not even pounds. good. It's delicious the way I make it. I, like like it took a while. But you had to start with special bread, and there was like there was a long waiting process, and you know you had to. <laughs> bread pudding is so bad for you. It was so good. I gained like twenty pounds. I got so fat eating all this bread pudding because like every day I'd make a new one, and we would just eat it that night, and I'd throw the leftovers away, and we'd make a new one, and it was like oh maybe ice cream on the bread pudding, oh maybe raisins, no no not raisins, cherries, and just just always coming up with something stupid. Yeah, I'm not shitting soon enough after I eat my bread pudding. Put some cherries yeah, in there. Big ones. Yeah, <laughs> Prunes. I had a dude uh, message me. He asked me like three weeks ago, like, hey, I want to send you something. Uh, can you set up a P.O. box so I can send you some stuff? And I was like, oh, maybe. Like, I didn't, haven't got around to it yet just because there haven't been a lot of people asking. And this dude messaged me today. He's like, well, fuck, man. You didn't do it before Christmas. You probably just forgot. And now you're not going to get my present. I bought you 40 pounds of Cheez-Its. <laughs> I'm like that's like a terrorist act to send me those. You're just gonna watch me get fat through like seven episodes. Who of did PKA. this? A fan? Oh, just some guy uh, messaged me on Reddit 
and was like, I, we re I really want to send you something for Christmas. And then when I didn't set up a P.O. box and get back to him in time, he just sent one today, like, fucking ridiculous, man. Like, 40 pounds of Cheez-Its, all for you, and you're not going to get it. <laughs> you should go set that up. And just uh, you probably already know this going in, but get the smallest, cheapest one. And then if you have oversized packages, they just put them in the back. There's no reason to get that big, giant case of a P.O. box yeah, that you can I'm get. Uh, I don't my strategy is to dox myself so badly that there's no point behind a P.O. box. Yeah, it just shows I, up. Yep. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like getting that stuff in the P.O. box. Um, <laughs> have you guys seen what's under the what's in the closet? <laughs> yeah, this is where we keep the cash. <laughs> Welcome to my house tour. When you open Jackie's jewelry box, which she always keeps right here, let me get these pearls out of the box. <laughs> the jewels, we've got cash, and those are my those are my grand grand uncles doubloons. Those are priceless. <laughs> so let's put those back here. Yeah, Whoop, for safekeeping. <laughs> Remember, the good stuff's under the false bottom. <laughs> <laughs> these are my grandparents' engagement rings. <laughs> uh. yeah, the, um, oh, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Uh, P.O. Boxes. Oh, P.O. Boxes. Yeah, I, I like getting stuff in mine. It's P.O. Box 102, Carnesville, Georgia, 30521. It's it's always fun when I get some random thing in there. Sometimes it'll just be uh, an insult thrown my way through through via post for some reason, like, like he's some uh, 18th century asshole. Just, just write me a mean letter or something, but it's usually in good taste, you know, all in I, fun. But I... then it'll be weird stuff. I get weird stuff. I got I got so many clothes. So many children's clothes people sent me supposedly to dress mannequins with them. But now I got all these little kids like sweater vests and sweaters and like button up tops, but they fit like a an eleven year old or something. You've got a ton of children's DNA scattered about <laughs> your apartment. Little hairs, things. Stand with the guns and shit. Yeah. yeah. I really like it when they I, lately I've been into everyday carry stuff, but I'm too cheap to buy it. So like there's little flashlights, little keychains, little uh, I don't know, tiny knives, bigger knives, whatever. I uh, I just sit there and look at like bottle openers. Like, wow, that's a really good bottle. I don't have any reason to have a bottle opener in my life. But uh, uh, sometimes people send me everyday carry stuff, and I think that's the coolest. Uh, I like uh, I like everyday carry stuff, but at some point it's like I just feel like I've got too much. Like there's got to be kind of a basic two or three things and and it would be nice to have a utility belt like batman and be like oh you need you need you need a chemical compound that's incredibly well i've got a little right here just yeah. a little. i got these dissicant pouches here just in case you need one of those ever have you like, considered a fanny pack yeah oh yeah that's that's, mm. that's photographer's vest you know with all the little pockets i like those uh th those look pr very practical i like things that that are practical um, but, but practical things often look lame, you know, just, just like using both straps, your backpack, like cargo shorts. Lame. maybe, maybe what? cargo shorts. Yeah. Oh, cargo shorts. They are very practical, but they also tend to look a little lame. Yeah. There's something so dressed down about them. Like I dress down yeah. all the time. Hell, I'm even wearing cargo shorts, but, uh, like, <laughs> It is hard to pull off a I wear cargo shorts yet have any kind of pride in my appearance look. <laughs> yeah, the pockets make them look just like kind of frumpy and loose because it's just there's no form to it. Mm. It looks like you're wearing, you know, like a paper bag. Yeah. Not very flattering. Let's call the show. Okay. Take, a, take our 
intermission and uh, and kick off PKA. Very good. I like your shorts. All right, that was Painkiller Nearly, episode... Sweatpants. 71. Yep. <laughs>